Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. By the time I finish this sentence, a dog will have been abducted, tortured, and killed for its meat and hide in an East Asian country. The World Health Organization has warned that the trade, slaughter, and consumption of dog meat poses risks to human health due to the diseases that dogs have contracted. A poll conducted in China found that 69% of the population is opposed to the practices of the dog meat trade and feel it should be banned. Most citizens of China, Thailand, the Philippines, Taiwan, Singapore, and Indonesia do not eat dog meat. Official bans have been put into place in all those countries. Adhering to such laws is not a problem for decent, empathetic people. Unfortunately, it is not enough to deter human monsters from capitalizing on the suffering of animals. Due to the illegality of the dog meat trade, the dog meat trade's representatives claim that there are over 100 registered dog farms that practice ethical slaughter. However, a four-year investigation by an animal rights activist group called Animals Asia have found this claim to be deceptive. None of these so-called farms owned more than 30 dogs. Furthermore, the facilities were too small and ill-equipped to meet the demands of the market. Many of them were registered under multiple names and have falsified data to conceal the methods by which they come into possession of canine livestock. Plus, the farm's conditions could hardly be called ideal. They are kept in small, barren, filthy cages. They are often exposed unrelentingly to the elements, and they are fed and watered sparingly. Their method of acquiring dogs is predictably cruel. Dogs of all breeds, shapes, and sizes are abducted while still pets, as they wear collars. Some indigent families sell their dogs to the merchants. Stray dogs are routinely scooped up from the streets. They are shocked by crudely made stun guns or yanked into confinement with wire lassos that have the potential to snap their necks, and often do. The shipping of the dogs from one location to the next is torturous. In many cases, so many dogs are squeezed into one cage that they are pressed against one another like sardines in a tin can. No matter how long the distance, the dogs are not fed and watered. They endure extreme temperatures. They are traumatized by shock. When the truck reaches its destination, the ordeal is far from over for the dogs. They often suffer broken legs when their cages are tossed onto the ground from the truck, like shipping crates. 
They are gripped by terror as they bear witness to the horrors of seeing other dogs being bludgeoned to death with a wooden bat or metal pole. If they survive being bludgeoned or being hanged by their neck while someone hits them with a stick, they will be boiled alive so that their skins can be easily removed. For those who have the misfortune to survive being boiled, their skins will be removed and they will be forced to endure the agony of occupying a body of exposed flesh, their every nerve registering excruciating, unbearable pain. In East Asia, dog skin has been used to make products like leather gloves, belts, jacket collar trim, cat toys, and accessories. In South Korea, dogs are frequently killed by electrocution. Alternatively, like other dog meat merchants, they will on occasion bludgeon them, hang them, or in some circumstances, boil them alive. One group that supports the activities of the dog meat trade are the organizers of the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. Every year in June, the Chinese city of Yulin holds its lychee and dog meat festival. It is most commonly referred to by locals as Yulin Dog Meat Festival. Though the number of dogs slaughtered for the festival have been in steady decline since 2015, the event remains a reliable source of revenue for dog meat merchants. However, the Yulin Dog Meat Festival does not represent the peak of dog meat consumption in China. In fact, the number of dogs slaughtered for the festival only account for 0.01% of all the dogs processed by the entire industry. In other words, to say that shutting down the Yulin Festival would put an end to the dog meat trade would be like saying that a moratorium on North America's rib fests would erase consumption of pork. The peak season of dog meat consumption is summer, particularly during Bacchanal, the three hottest days between July and August according to the lunar calendar. 70 to 80 percent of all the dog meat supply is consumed at that time. That is the time of year when the prices for dog meat are at their highest. However unethical, eating dog meat is a cultural practice for many citizens of China and other countries in East Asia. Another problem created by the dog meat trade is that it has created serious health risks for man and beast alike in Vietnam and China. By transporting large numbers of dogs that have not been vaccinated to cut down on expenditure, the dogs have been spreading rabies. Up to 2,000 people in China die from rabies every year. Since many of the dogs are lured with poisoned food or killed by poisoned darts, the toxin inevitably ends up in the meat, posing yet another threat to the consumer's health. People who consume dog meat are also at risk of contracting trichinellosis, a disease whose symptoms manifest as a consequence of the presence of parasitic worms. Cholera is another possible repercussion of eating Asian dog meat. In 2006, 50,000 dogs were beaten to death during a five-day crackdown in Yunnan after three people died of rabies. Only 3% of China's dogs are vaccinated against rabies. During the crackdown, people who were seen walking their dogs were halted. Officials beat their dogs to death on the spot. 2006 was the year of the dog, incidentally. 
In South Korea, many older males believe that dog meat will be beneficial to their health. They consume a soup called Bolshin Tang, which they believe will invigorate the blood and reduce lethargy. It is also sold as a tonic called g e s o j u that is sold in traditional medicine shops. Many of them also believe that tiger penis soup will enhance their virility and potency. Neither of these theories have been validated by science. In Korea, meat is not the only dog-based product. Dog flesh extracts have been used to make skin lotion. However, a city court ruled it was illegal to kill dogs for food, which potentially led to a nationwide ban on the dog meat trade if it was upheld. Penalties The perpetrators of these inhumane acts are seldom caught in China. If they were, it wouldn't make much difference. There are no animal cruelty laws in China. Only 20% of the population eats dog meat, and more than 65% have never tried it. Though dogs are stolen all over the country, their flesh is only sold in South China, Central China, and Northeastern China. Some Chinese citizens have attempted to resolve the problem to some small degree by purchasing dogs before they can be processed. However well-intentioned this is, it creates its own problem in that the dog trade will keep abducting dogs to meet the demand. The ultimate goal is to keep them out of the trade altogether. Activists in South Korea represented by Korea Animal Rights Advocates and the Korean Animal Welfare Association have protested and demonstrated against the dog meat trade. In Beijing, Humane Society International submitted a letter signed by over 235,000 people demanding an end to the Yulin Dog Meat Festival in Guangxi province to the government. The letter was circulated by Humane Society International, CARE2, and was supported by 87 Chinese animal protection groups, Among them, Capital Animal Welfare Association, Zhejing Animal Protection Association, and Hainan Small Animal Protection Association. The dog meat trade has become big business in Vietnam as well, and both demand and profits expand yearly. More than 80% of Vietnam's population eats dog meat. Statistically, this is higher than any other country in the region. Due to this widespread practice, They are responsible for the slaughter of 10 million dogs per year. Demand for dog meat has increased so much that local dog meat producers have been unable to keep up, and some of the meat has been imported from other countries, such as China, Thailand, and Cambodia. Half a million dogs per year are smuggled into Vietnam from Thailand alone. Thailand's response was to direct their navy to create special patrols, to prevent dog smugglers from reaching Vietnam's shores. The Vietnamese believe that eating tough meat like dog enhances a man's masculinity and can even change their fate. This is advertised in promotional posters on the walls of restaurants. There are even restaurant chains similar to McDonald's that serve dog meat in Vietnam. Indeed, the sale of dog meat is very profitable in Vietnam. A 10-kilogram dog bought illegally in Thailand for between 5 and 7 U.S. dollars can be sold for a profit of as much as 100 U.S. dollars once it has been smuggled across the border. 
Beef and pork farming are not as profitable in Vietnam, and many farmers and butchers have turned to the dog meat industry. Most of Vietnam's wealthiest citizens are dog traders. Competition has become so fierce that some have resorted to desperate measures to acquire dogs. They take to the streets in search of random dogs. If no owner is present, they will hit the dog on the head, inject it with a sedative, or poison them. They have even abducted police dogs on occasion. Because the locals believe that torturing the dogs ensures the meat will be tender, the treatment of the dogs is as inhumane as it is in China. In Hong Kong, eating dog meat is illegal, and the maximum penalty is 30 days imprisonment. This has not dissuaded people in rural villages from eating it, particularly in winter, as they believe that consuming dog meat improves circulation. In southwest China's Guizhou province, dog eating is not only a tradition, but it is sold by street vendors. The tradition is an ancient one. The practice can be traced as far back as 1700 BC. Japan's palate has not been free of the taint of dog meat. Between 2003 and 2017, 436 tons of dog meat was exported from China to Chinese restaurants in Japan. According to Japan's Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries, 25 tons of dog meat was imported from Vietnam over a three-year period. It was assumed most of it was served to immigrants and migrant workers. In Taiwan, dog meat factories have been set up to satisfy 200,000 Vietnamese migrant workers. An animal rights activist organization called Soy Dog has successfully persuaded Thailand to put a stop to its dog meat trade. They're doing all they can to convince other countries in this region to ban the production and sale of dog meat. Since dog ownership has become more and more popular in South Korea, the dog meat market has consistently fallen out of favor with the general population. President Moon Jae-in was the first to have a first dog. He has spoken out against the practice of eating dog meat and expressed his hopes that the industry will be phased out. South Korea's laws were once ambiguous about the legality of the dog meat trade, and efforts to rein in the industry have been half-hearted. As one legal analyst put it, there is no clear law governing matters relating to dog meat. While there is no explicit recognition of dog meat as legitimate food and of dogs as animals fit for human consumption, neither is there a clear ban on sale or slaughter of dogs for food. South Korea's Animal Protection Amendment Act of 2007 prohibits the cruelest methods used by practitioners of the dog meat trade in the handling and slaughtering of dogs. Unfortunately, the law is ignored, despite the addition of stronger penalties. Because the law is not stringently enforced, dog meat remains available as a menu item in restaurants all over the country. In fact, the number of restaurants that serve Bozen Tang is estimated to be about 20,000 when factoring in both registered and unregistered eateries. Fortunately, there has been a decline in Korean restaurants serving dog meat. Between 2005 and 2014, the number of restaurants that included dog meat on their menus fell by 40%. It was caused by a reduction in demand. 
Two bills were proposed by the National Assembly to exclude dogs from the livestock category so that they could no longer be raised for meat. In Songnam, a satellite city of Seoul, Taipyong, the country's largest dog slaughterhouse, where thousands of dogs were electrocuted to death every year, was shut down. In a poll held by Gallup Korea in June 2018, Approximately 70% of South Koreans indicated they would not eat dog meat in the future. That was an increase from 44% in 2015. Experts attribute this to the increasing trend of dog ownership for the purpose of companionship. Let's hope this trend continues. They call animals beasts. If you ever go to East Asia, reject any offering that originated as the suffering of a dog. You'll only be supporting an industry financed and facilitated by human monsters, the worst beasts of all. You have an opportunity to make your voice heard so that you can help bring about an end to the East Asian dog meat trade. Go to endthedogmeattrade.animalsasia.org and sign their open letter to the Chinese government. Please follow the Human Monsters Podcast on Twitter and like the Human Monsters Podcast page on Facebook. You can send an email to mentalhygiene at gmx.com. This is Morgan Rector. Thank you for listening.